A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Pat Cummins. I'm Josh Hazelwood. I'm Lisbon Kawaja. I'm Mitch Marsh. I'm Mitch Stark, and you're listening to The Unplayable Podcast. This is the Unplayable Podcast. On this week's episode, we talk all things World Cup and Australia A's Tour of England with informed batsman Peter Hanscom and Matt Wade. We hear from Australia all-rounder Delissa Kamintz ahead of the women's ashes and test the gents on how well they know each other, plus a little something special later in the program. It's a big episode, so let's get into it. Uh, welcome, Pete and Matt. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Thanks for having us. My pleasure. Uh, guys, uh, World Cup. We're at the business end now. Uh, as we record this program, we're watching uh, Sri Lanka and the West Indies go about it on the television. Uh, Australia sitting nice and pretty at the top of the table. Seven wins from eight games, followed by India, New Zealand and England. Uh, what's going on with this World Cup? It's sort of back to old school. Bat first, put a total on the board, bowl Yorkers and win the games. It's a bit of a, a throwback. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, there was all this talk at the at the start of the tournament about teams making 500 runs and rah rah but uh it's good to see that guys are defending defending low scores um but i think that's that's also happening more as the competition goes on and and wickets start to get a bit drier and and harder to to bat on it's it's about posting a total and defending it i reckon that's what it is that the pitches are getting worn out yeah i think so there was all the talk before we came over here that the weather had played a massive role in the wickets with all the rain but it seems that they're definitely slowing down now which Obviously, India are up the uh, pointy end of the table. If they can get a final at Edgebaston, I think they'll be they'll be hard to beat there. Although they did lose to England yesterday there, but mm. um, yeah, they seem to be getting a touch more tired. Um, Lords is traditionally always pretty good unless you get a, a wicket for you know back to back games like we did last time. But um, yeah, I think where where the semi finals are played will make a huge difference on on who's going to go through for sure. Well, Australia would hope it's at Lords. They won their last two games there against New Zealand and mm. England. The final is there, so they get through yeah. uh, to the final. They'll be favourites there for sure. Uh, how impressive have the Aussies been? Uh, it's been a wild nine months in the one-day team, uh, starting at sixth in the world, and now they've won 14 out of their last 15 games. It's been quite the turnaround. Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Um, and it all started... Um, Oh, I feel it started the, in the Australian end of the Australian summer, the the one days against India there, where uh, we won the first one at, at the SCG and and then had two close ones after that. Um, but that started to to develop our our game plan and and where where I think the team um, was looking to go and, and and to play their to play their way. And uh, then we saw in India it was it, it worked, um, and then it's just it's just built on that. Um, and it's it's really impressive the way all the the boys are buying into their team plan and buying into their own individual plans, uh, and and we've shown with the with the results. Is what Justin Langer and, and Aaron Finch put to you at the start of that India series exactly what it looks like now? Is it is that the the game plan? What he said pitched to you guys back then, and what we're seeing right now? Yeah, it's very similar, um, albeit a few a few changes. But the guys that have have come in um, have bought straight into it. Uh, we're, we're trying to take it as deep as possible, um, making sure there's wickets in the in the sheds. But also, the guys that are coming in at the end are, are playing unselfish cricket and trying to get get on with it um, as a batting unit, which which is you know awesome to see. 
you would have played a lot with Aaron Finch. Is this the best he's ever captained? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. I haven't, I haven't had a lot to do with the captaincy that he, he did the Renegades, but he's he's there for a few games and yep. then leaves. But he seems to be... I mean, captaincy's a funny thing. When you're playing good cricket, you captaincy. People start talking about how well you captain. Generally, it's just you're confident in your own game. Therefore, it leads out to your captaincy. When you're batting poorly, then people start to question your captaincy as well. So the last... I mean, since India, he's just turned it on with the bat. Mm-hmm. He's become probably the most destructive batter in one-day cricket in the world at the moment. And I think he's getting the praise for his captaincy now, but it's probably been similar throughout the last 12, 18 months, two years. It's just when you're in bad form, people want to have a look at everything that you're doing on the ground. Now he's playing well. Everyone's praising it. So um, the boys seem to be clicking. And I mean, we've had the same game plan in one-day cricket. I haven't played for two years, but it's all been a pretty similar game plan yep. with every team you play it's wickets in the shed and go deep and then really cash in in the last 10 especially in England but I mean two players make a massive difference coming back in as well like they're playing unbelievable cricket but you're adding two world class players back into the team as well which filters down to the next player mm. to the next player so um, they seem to be uh, in red hot form What do you reckon it was that flicked the switch for Aaron? I don't know. He, I, I wasn't on that tour. Pete might be able to talk they about stopped. it, but he, yeah, he seemed to start teeing it up pretty quickly. Yeah, stop playing against India. <laughs> I mean, he had, he had 15 true. straight games there against yeah. India, I think, yeah. test one days and, and T20s, and sometimes an opposition has has the uh, the upper hand on you, and they, they, were, they figured him out. But then all of a sudden you get onto another team, you get a, you get a roll on, um, he starts... Um, starts believing in himself again, and all of a sudden he's he's now dominating white ball cricket. Yeah, you're talking about the two guys that came back in, Smith and Warner. Yeah. One guy that wasn't there was Mitchell Stark, another yeah, yeah. guy to bring in, a fairly handy fast bowler to reintroduce to your team. Has he got the best Yorker in world cricket? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. His one-day record's phenomenal. He's bowling consistently 150, which is which is great for the World Cup, but it's a bit scary looking towards the Ashes. I'm not sure his body's going to be able to <laughs> keep on at that pace for such a long period of time, but yeah, he's he's a star. hope he does, though. That'd yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I think he was clocked at 150 on average in that Sri Lanka test match uh, in Canberra, and then he ended up blowing his peck off because he was bowling, <laughs> yeah. bowling too far. Yeah. I think he said he woke up, half was Thor and half was Trent Copeland. Uh, <laughs> not sure which was which, but uh, uh, very impressive. I mean, to, And to be able to bowl that delivery at will now that's not a mistake I mean the, the one that got Stokes yeah. um, that would have been exciting for any Australian cricket fan let alone Stark on the field yeah and again that, that's just coming from confidence that I think the the team are up and about um, so therefore it just uh, goes around the group and, and he's just looking awesome looking as if like when he's running in you'd he's got that confidence and he looks like he knows exactly where it's going to go and which way it's shaping and um and it's it's good to see he's got his uh like he's, he's got his tail up and he's yeah it's it's awesome thoughts on the goatee <laughs> i don't mind it not bad not bad at least he's having a go yeah They're easy to criticize yeah i mean i can't talk i can't grow facial hair <laughs> so he's uh it's better than mine yeah right hey, what's it like facing him in the nets i remember uh over here in england it might have been 2013 yeah. You're facing a net against him and he's bowled some bouncer and it's nearly taking your head off. What's it like facing him in the nets? Yeah. I don't mind Starkey. Left-hander, left yeah. armour is okay because yep. you just play every single ball. I wouldn't like to be a right-hander because you're not sure if he's going to swing back down the line or it's going across you, but um, oh, it's okay depending on what kind of days happen. Yeah, no, terrible from my, <laughs> from my point of view. Um, yeah, like, like Matty said, it, he, he swings it back in. Um, so even his bouncer kind of follows you at some stage as well. So... 
uh, is terrifying. And then every now and then, you know, fast bowlers are overstepping the mark as well because yeah. it's in the nets and you feel enclosed and you, you've got no room to move. Um, yeah, I, I find it quite terrifying. And uh, you look at the guys that uh, are using those the dog throwers, the wangers or the flingers, whatever they're called, um, they're about two metres over the front line. I mean, they're, they're even closer than what the fastballs get going. Yeah, but you get a rhythm against them every now and then. You can't let it go like that. Oh, really? Don't worry about that. That's fine. No, but they're good. You're yeah. welcome, that stuff. <laughs> uh, a couple of other notable performers in that side, uh, apart from Finch and Stark, Dave Warner, I think he's right at the top of the, the run scoring list, just had a, his third child. So congratulations to, to Dave and yeah, Candice. Well yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three eyes, I think. Three He's eyes. The, the girls. So. Three girls. Yep. Uh, that'll be a handful later on, I'd imagine. I would, I would say so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Kawaja got some big runs um, the other day as well. He's been performing well when he's getting a, a go up the top of the order. He's been sort of floating depending mm-hmm. on the game situation. Um, and Jason Berendorf comes back in the team. Looks like he's been there forever. Uh, how impressive has he been? Yeah, awesome. I mean, he's he's coming in swinging the new ball, which uh, you know, as, as your opening bowlers, that's what that's what you want happening. Um, and he's attacked the pegs and, and got rewarded for it. So uh, that's that's awesome to see someone come in from out of the squad straight in and perform. So it it seems as if the the squad mentality and the squad is uh, in a really good position. If you know if Berendorf can do that. How's uh, Marcus Steinis? Do you guys know he, he, he passed the fitness test? They got Mitch Bash back with the Australia A guys. Played the other game, bowled a couple of overs. He's got a week off or so now between the South Africa game. Uh, is he all right? Is he is he is he, is he flying? I think he's okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I want to see. I texted him about a week ago and he still hasn't replied. So, um, that's <laughs> what's, that, what's that mean? Yeah, so I reckon on the phone to Ricardo. Give, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> you see that? Put up a yeah, FaceTime sorry, this morning, yeah, him and Ricardo. Happy that, yeah. happy thirtieth birthday or something. Yeah. No worries. Um, if you do your side, it's hard to text messages. Yeah, that exactly is, right. Is yeah, really, really hurts. You'll be fine, isn't it? Haven't they got eight days? Yeah, big gap. That's between. a long gap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be fine, yeah. There we go. Uh, so, Australia, the only team at the moment to have guaranteed their place in the semi-finals. So, who's their who's their biggest threat? We can knock out Afghanistan, the Windies, and the uh, Proteus and the Sri Lankans. They're not going to make it. But the biggest threat, who's the who's the one team the Aussies could make in the meet in the final? Uh, India for me when we spoke about the wickets are getting tired um, they're going to start coming into their own uh, and they're they're pretty good at being big game big game players they've mm-hmm. got they've got match winners in their team um, and the conditions are just getting more and more in their favour I reckon uh, Are England back? They had that big win over India the other day are they, after a couple of losses are they? They've got to make it first are they back? before they're back don't mm-hmm. they? Make if they it. make it they're dangerous but I think our batters are most vulnerable against New Zealand if it's at the if it if it happens to be at Lords. I just if Bolt gets it right against yeah. that, he's got a phenomenal record mm. against Australia. I think I think our bowlers have got it over their batters. We're sweet there, but I think their their opening bowling combinations have tested us over the last mm. four or five years. Twenty fifteen replay. Could be. Could be. And Bolt finished with that uh that hat trick. Yeah, hat trick yeah, the other day. Talk about bowling Yorkers. Yorkers, they were pretty yeah, good. No, they were no. three on the money. Yeah. And uh, what do you think about Berendorf review- reviewing it? Do you, you just do it at that moment? It <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. yeah. stole the moment a little bit at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, that's it. It happens all the time yeah. now, that everyone just... Stuart Broad did it, didn't it, yeah. with Peter Siddle? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. It's there. Okay, that leads us to our, our bold predictions okay. for the week. And it's about who will make the semi. So we know Australia's going to be there. Uh, a couple of scenarios. If England win their last game against New Zealand, they're in. That's sweet. If they lose... And Pakistan beat Bangladesh, 
that means Pakistan go in, England are out. If Bangladesh win their last two matches and England lose to New Zealand, then the Tigers, Bangladesh, they will go into fourth spot. And theoretically, New Zealand and India haven't secured their spot yet, but they would need to suffer some pretty big losses and Pakistan and Bangladesh would need to, to win big and England would need to win big. So um, they're pretty much in, I think we could say. But uh, who do we think are in the semis? I guess, basically, who's in that, who's in that fourth spot? What's your, what's your bold prediction? Well, one, Australia will finish first. India second, New Zealand, England. I reckon. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty solid, pretty solid guess. I feel. I reckon England will, will beat New Zealand in this next match to to get themselves in. Um, and Which yeah. means we'd play England at Lords. No, Pret- you'd no. Uh, it'd be either at Manchester. Oh, or Manchester. Just, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Which would be a big game, game at Manchester. Yeah. yeah. And they perform well. And then there India, as well. if India get the edge busting game against New Zealand, I think they go through. Yep. For sure. There you go, Australia-India final. Lord for Lee. Not bad. Bang. I'm going Pakistan. You're getting them in. I'm going Pakistan, I think. Just to be different England, though. Just yeah. to, just yeah. to England will beat New Zealand, guaranteed. They bu- they'll bully them, mate. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. Kane, they bat, win the toss. Kane Williamson makes a gritty 133. <laughs> Martin Guptal finds some form with yeah, an 80-odd slow, but he finds some form at the end there. And then... Uh, Maybe someone like an Ish Sodi might cause some, yeah. some, some yeah, trouble. I reckon Roy back in the English side's huge for him. Makes a big difference. Yeah, it gets him, gets him off to a flyer, gets him a bit of confidence as well. I reckon Bairstow feeds off that as well. Yeah. If he's going well, yeah. he can go with him. A bit like Warner in the IPL. When one of them are going, they're going together. And they're playing four now, in four quicks now. Yeah, so they, they, dropped they the, didn't play Ali, they dropped did they? The all yeah. So then now they're playing about a short, but I think that makes them more dangerous. It's yeah. pretty, pretty scary when Butler's down there at number seven, isn't it? That's yeah. not bad. He's a, he's That's a handy <laughs> line, huh? He's a fairly good player. <laughs> Turning to Australia A, a bit closer to home for us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Australia A, a three from three. Mm. Couldn't have asked much more apart from uh, some dry weather in Worcester. Uh, has, every top, has every box been ticked so far in terms of the, the start of the series, what you guys wanted to accomplish as a team? Has it gone pretty much flawlessly? I think so. We wanted that was our big focus coming in that we wanted to come over here and win games of cricket. I know there's a lot on the line for guys, um, Ashes um, down the line, but we just wanted to come here and focus on winning games of cricket and playing the way that we want to play, which we have done. So um, we always said that individuals will get success throughout that, and and that has happened. Um, guys are getting guys managed to get a hit yesterday, yeah. so we're starting to tick all the boxes. Where I mean, everyone's looking really in really good form. Starting, staying with you for a second, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, unbelievable form at the moment, scoring lots of runs really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Are you a sick of running? All these boundaries. <laughs> are you B? Are you starving for runs? You're looking. You look okay. Uh, do you see? Do you want? Do you not want anyone else to bat? Or uh, is it D all of the above? I don't know. It's just it's just happening, man. I don't know what's going on, but it's just, the grounds here are small. So you got it's a, some it's of those so sixes confident. are going. Yeah, they're going. They're but you, anyway. yeah, yeah. yeah, you give yourself confidence when the grounds are small that if you don't quite get it, you're still going to clear it. So Good point. I don't know what I'm happened. Just going. Second, second over, I think you sent two balls back to back out of the boundary. Same thing. Small boundaries, mate. Don't <laughs> let it fool you. <laughs> How many six have you hit, Pete, so far? The career tally probably less than what Matt did in the first two games. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you're you're in good touch as well, a couple of fifties. Yeah, feeling good, feeling good, and um, yeah, and then the, the cheeky little not out red ink there, right in the in the middle game as well, when Matt decided to try reverse slog sweep. But um, no, no, feeling 
feeling good just trying to play my role that I would play in the Australian team if I was there as well. Speaking of red ink, mm. Mitch Mash is, is covered Bevo, in it. Bevo, Bevo yeah. <laughs> getting it done again, wasn't he? <laughs> he doesn't like getting out. Do I think you know, he's batting for it now. You reckon? Yeah. At least he, he hit, at least he hit a couple of sixes yesterday, though, yeah, towards the back end. He hit five sixes and no fours. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. maybe a order route. change. Maybe yeah. sneak him up and see if he can get... If he goes, if he wants to go red the all ball. the time, then he's going to mm. go 200 red at the top. That'd be good for the side, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. That'd be give him the, watch, give him the yeah. full 50. <laughs> yeah. You guys, yeah need a bat, you guys need a bat first for that. Rotate, yeah. Rotate the order. I think Travis Head, the captain, is taking this winning thing yeah. very seriously. I think he's taking Hazelwood's advice to get the ball out of the way so they don't have to do warm-up. Ah. <laughs> Good to get the fielding done yeah, first. and then Get it done, then yeah. Hoff can watch the cricket. Put the feet up. Speaking of Hazelwood, I mean, he looks like he's in crew best nick at the moment. Bowling fast, accurate, got all the skills there. What's it like being facing him in the nets? He, I reckon he flicked the switch yesterday. Mm. Um, like one for 24 off 10, four maidens, Yeah, maybe one boundary. Yeah, yeah. He was, I mean, he's been looking good in the nets and in the previous games, but there was something about yesterday. He just, Second just spell, found yeah. it. Yeah, he came back and was bowling faster than his first spell. Um, pace, a bounce, carry. It was, yeah, um, he was, back it was impressive sure. to watch. Sharper haircut, maybe. Maybe sharper haircut. He just, I don't know. <laughs> Easier, more aerodynamic. He found it down there on the boundary in between spells. It was, he's back for sure. Do you reckon? He could do some damage here in the next few games. Do you reckon it was just, righto, he's sort of got through yeah, the first I bit. Reckon, now yeah. he goes, right now it's time to, to ramp up I a reckon. bit. That's what it felt like anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just like testing, the, testing the body out and then he's like, right, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Well, this this episode comes out on Tuesday, which is today in Australia. Tomorrow for okay, us, right, yeah. which is game day. Game day. Uh, don't know if he's going to play. So he's going to decide how he pulls up. But uh, be pretty exciting to see Hayeswood and Pattinson take the new ball for Australia. Eh? Yeah, you might have to wait a while for that. Yeah, I don't um, think you'll see Pato playing in the one day. He's <laughs> off again. Yeah, I reckon he'll uh, he'll save himself. He's played so much cricket. That's yeah, Pato. He doesn't really need to be playing. Yeah, he's, he's had just, a big off season yeah, already. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you might have to wait for Red, first Red Bull game, though. I think you might see that. That's uh, that's exciting in itself, yeah, with because he's been bowling with the Dukes to, it, to test captain Tim Payne, and yep. it almost looked like I mean, he bowling with great pace and accuracy, but it, it looked like the swing started coming after ten or so deliveries, maybe when the ball yep. got a little bit rough, dusty, and then yeah, it just yeah. started to move. Yeah. That will be exciting to see those two guys um, it's in the same at Sussex, team. I think as well, isn't it? Arundel. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Must be quite beautiful, isn't it? Arundel yeah. Castle in the background, picturesque. Yep. Got the yep. white picket fence there. He'll Straight be, start of their 2013 campaign. I want to there. know who's going to come down the hill there, though, out of those two. That'll be... That'll be a toss-up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think Pat will be putting his hand up for that. Oh, straight away. He doesn't go up the hill, like. mate. Neither does Hoff, though. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe Marsh can open <laughs> the bowling up the hill. Oh, jeez. He does all the donkey work, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. uh, what, just about James Patterson. We spoke about it a little bit the other day, Pete. Um, can you describe his bef- behaviour off the field? Jeez. There's <laughs> not really a it's word for it, is it? a word on it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, oh, crazy. Um, but just, mate, so energetic. Yeah, uh, it's like when you take a dog for a walk and he's just <laughs> let him off the leash and away he goes. He's, he's, he's been, been going, awesome. Yeah, I think you, you could sense a, um, a shift in the group when he came into the squad. He missed the first couple of games, right? But he's mm. come in there and, and injected, as you said, a new kind of energy. Uh, keeps everyone on their toes. <laughs> he certainly does. Nah, he's uh, yeah, he's got that about him. He just goes that. Hard. I think he's going to bed at nine o'clock as well. So he's just from when he wakes up. <laughs> To when he goes to sleep, I think he's just going. Right. Yeah. So we're all just trying to, yeah. 
we're all trying to save our energy over a whole day. He's just going as hard as well, he can. he's not playing. Yeah, once, I know. Once he starts to get playing, he might He had a it. huge day yesterday, though. He batted, bowled, weight, running, and then spoke. And for the rest of the just talk to the rest of the time. <laughs> and absolutely smacked it as well. Like, yeah, he did. Smacked yeah. the gym. Hard. Yeah. Ran like a genius. But just going. on. And it's good to see him. He's had so many back issues and injury troubles, but it's yeah. good to see him fit and firing. And he was certainly pounding the uh, boxing bag the other day. Uh, yeah, he's ready, Andrew yeah. Weller, the uh, strength guy, was his his hands would be sore. Uh, Big <laughs> Pato was... He uh, just looks like he's just... I know, I've had a lot to do with Pato, but when you just... Like, he just seems to have it in his eyes that he like he really wants to play test cricket now. He's got this look about him. Well, yeah, I think he went through that period where his body was so sore that, like, test cricket maybe wasn't a reality for him through that period because he just he didn't feel like he could go back-to-back days all the time. But, I don't know, He after his back injury, I think he's got real confidence in his body and he just looks to me like he wants to play test cricket for a longer period of time, which is good for everyone. And bad news for England. Yeah, <laughs> bad news for everyone. <laughs> yeah. He's playing first-class cricket as well, don't worry. Yeah, exactly. Bad news for the... Good news for you. Yeah. Good news for you. Bad yeah, news not for great news the, for The Tassie, rivals no. now, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, stay on the Vicks. Um, youngster Wilpkowski, up the order. Got 50 opening the batting alongside you, Matt, the other day. Uh, yep. Sean Abbott said it looks like he's just got so much time, endless amounts of time. Mm. What, what makes him so special at such a young age? Oh, I think he's actually got quite a good grip on his... On his game, I think he understands it's exactly um, what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, what he needs. Uh, he knows his movements. He knows what he needs to do when he's playing well, and and what he needs to do if it's not quite there. Um, and it's, it's rare yeah. at a young age that. Yeah, at that young age, anyway. Like he doesn't. Yep. Know, he, a lot of young guys will just hit, hit, hit because they think it's the right thing to do. He seems to have a real. Oh, he knows his game so well. He just doesn't hit as many balls as what a lot of young guys will, and then walks right. out and plays yep. that's what it looks like I haven't yeah. had a lot to do with him but no he's got a nice little routine he's got going um, seems to be seems to be working but it's a pretty like he's got a pretty simple technique um, and just just backs it in and understands what he needs to do he said today that he's he sort of models his game off a little bit of Joe Root and Kane Williamson so they're t- two pretty good batters to uh, to take some of the cues off um, I can't say I see much Root in him not a great deal of Root maybe, <laughs> maybe a bit of Kane maybe a bit of Kane yeah. in the way just a bit of late, yeah, late, late hands flick him on the um, but yeah mate, he if doesn't he, need it, a model his game on many people no he just he has just to do himself Will Kofsky, I think he's <laughs> yeah. a bit alright and the big thing uh, talk about him is how he can construct an innings uh, he's already made some big scores mm. he just seems to go about it doing the same thing over and over again which I guess is the key in the four day five day cricket yeah he's gonna yeah well we didn't think we'd see him much in the one days obviously because he's batting down the order but we're all saying once the four day stuff comes around that he'll I think he'll score a lot of runs over here wickets perfect for him there a little bit slow he just wait he plays the ball so late that I think he's gonna he could pile the runs on in four day cricket yeah mm. and it's shown as well like he's made made two first class hundreds but one of them's been 180 and the other one's been 240 so yeah, yeah. once he's in he's he's in and he's not let, not giving you a chance mm. it's the kind of desire you need I guess yeah, to perform it sucks it. to bowl to <laughs> <laughs> so after the one day as they wrap up here in Bristol on Tuesday today tomorrow for us uh, it's all confusing time zones but uh, we move to Brighton for the game against Sussex and Arundel and then um Canterbury to take on the England Lions in four days. I think the first day of that is the World Cup final day and then the big one, Australia Australia A in Southampton. Uh, it's going to be white clothes soon, red Dukes balls, mm. tea, dinner, 
is that uh, well the ashes buzz sort of start really hitting you then when you've when you get in that sort of situation that environment yeah yeah i think so i'm pumped to get the white clothes back on again get the red ball out there and and give it a crack um but yeah i think that's that australia v australia a game is going to be going to be pretty good i think the boys will get up for it yeah how do, how do we think this is going to be selected i've asked not the, like uh, australia australia a no, no, no. I've asked like you know, captains, selector and stuff. They don't really know at this moment. Some are saying captains pick. Some are saying they want to see certain matchups. How would you like to see it selected? Probably, I'd like to see the top, well, the top six for the Ashes, which they should pretty much know, versus the four fast bowlers that are going to be playing the Ashes. So, so, so opposite teams. Oh, really? And so, then yeah. mix the other guys in. Then everyone knows about where they're at. If they just chop and change them. Just you need blokes knowing what they're doing. Creates confusion if yeah, they sort yeah, of really mix the teams up. Just pick their best six. So, yeah. so in saying that, you don't want the, like the the projected first test eleven to play on one side and then. Yeah, I think that's how they should do it. Yeah, but opposite sides. So yeah, the batters, top six, you know, side, like they go the they go mm. Harris, whoever they're going to go, Smith, Warner, blah blah blah, all on one team to six. Yeah. And Payne, seven, and then against the five fast bowlers that are up for selection that are probably going to play yep. on the other team and then the rest of us will just make, make the numbers up. That gives them <laughs> that gives them a good hit out. That's it. <laughs> and then, and then we'll if someone thing, peels eh? off a big score on the other team, then maybe they'll... Yeah. Who knows? I'm thinking the other way. Or just that, pick the team before that. Well, I'm thinking the other way, that you, <laughs> you pick your full-strength team. Um, and and then, then they bowl to us. Yeah, but... Oh, the, yeah, no worries. But <laughs> there might be a couple of spots left open. They want to get the best bowler, that first 11 attack against the, the aspirants, the last couple of contenders. And then if you've got the second lot of quicks and spinners bowling against the, the test top order, yeah, you it would might be that. slightly easier. Mm. I'm not saying it will so be much easier. That way get their eye in. Don't do too much damage if they all get them out for ducks. What if, uh, what if Stark Hazelwood, all these guys plough through the top order and they're rolling well, then the they'll be going spot. into the ashes with a heap <laughs> of confidence yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah one, one group will the other yeah. one not. I think this game's going to be I, I, honestly as a player I think it's it's a practice game for the ashes team yeah. like that's how I look at it I think that game to me is slightly irrelevant performance wars mm-hmm. like walk mm. into it get what you need it's six days before the first test like if you're not if you're not close to knowing your best team then it's true. It shouldn't be playing. So it's a practice game for the the guys that are probably going to play. It is yeah. extremely and then, close. The yeah, first game, and then the, they shouldn't. They, I would think they will know the team before we move into that game. So whether it's three or four days, whether it's twelve players, eleven players, it's irrelevant. It's more of a hit out for the Ashes players. Yeah, it gets the especially the World Cup guys. It gets them a chance to to get some yeah. red ball game get some game, game time yep. before, before. And there the won't be many. Test. You wouldn't think there'll be many of the guys that are only white ball players playing in that game. Like only World Cup players, white ball World Cup yeah. players that probably won't make the Ashes. I don't think they'll play in that. It'll be a mixture of us and the Ashes players, you would think. And the World yeah. Cup and the World Cup players. Yeah, think. the World Cup players, but guys like that you you think might not get selected in oh, that. Oh, right. You wouldn't think would be playing anyway. Okay, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, they're going to have to pull some players, extra players, won't they, to get the 20, 24 well, I mean, we've got, we've got yeah, 14, 14 here, so you get another, here, you get another then, 10. But, yeah, but most yeah. of them are walk-up starts, the guys that are going to come over anyway. Plus, there's a couple the quicks, playing county cricket yeah, as well. That's it. True. We've got Sid or guys like that over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, That's right. Yeah, speaking to Amana Slubbish the other day, he said yeah, so that... He's, uh, uh, yeah, Bancroft, there's yeah, heaps yeah, of players Sids. over here. Yeah, yeah, he said that uh, you'd know if you're in contention if you play that game. So if you get 
pulled off your um off your county team, then you're in there. Yeah. yeah. I I got asked this question the other day. So I don't like it's yeah, it's it's a good game to have a hit out and stuff, but there's two four days before that and we play five Duke games now in Australia. So yep, it's not like it used to be. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not like you used to come over and oh we'll see who goes good against the Duke ball. Well we play have you, found that now good? Anyway. have you found that good the second half of the year playing against the Dukes? Well, it should make it easier for selection because we've played against them. Yeah, I mean, it gives us a chance to learn how to play in English conditions as well. I mean, it's a slightly different Duke ball to what they use in England. Still swings. Um, yeah. It still swings. Um, but yeah, you'd like to think that not everything rests on this final game. It, the two, four days before it will we'll have some merit. And then the two years, the three years that we've been mm. playing with the Duke yeah, ball anyway right. should have some merit on it as well. Correct. Um, and I would think that... Um, not uh, questioning the the strength of the county teams that uh, that Australia have faced so far, but in, in this game at least, the Australian selectors know the quality and they can man- manipulate it, even though it's a first class game, to suit exactly what they need. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's right. And I mean, the quality of players that the counties put up is and who, not, who and knows what they're going to be. But players because they've got yeah, contracts. It's the middle of their season. Yeah, but yeah. all the guys here have played against the guys that are playing Test cricket, like. Selectors have been around for a long time now. Mm. They know that guys can face good bowling. That's not that's not the issue. It's more what they're looking makeup wise for their team. That's what it comes down to. It's what Payne and what JL want yep. around the team. Who they think the spot's going to come up for. Because at this stage, when I look at the team, there's not like the eleven players. There's not going to be very many spots come up anyway. So the guys that aren't in that initial, there's probably going to be like. Whether you're playing all rounder or a specialist batter at six, that's all. That's the only spot that's up, mm. which is great because there's no, that hasn't been like that for a long period of time. Like the team basically yeah. picks itself. Shows, at shows the, the team's really strong. They can just yeah. go in and play, mm. which is what you want. You don't want 14 guys trying to cram themselves into 11, and you're all having net sessions. You're a bit nervous about who's going to get picked, who's not. The team at the moment looks like, to me, that they can just go and play. Mm. Uh, do you reckon the intensity will still be pretty pretty high in that game though? Yeah, well, they'll still, at least for the first couple of days, um, they'll have a good hit out there and then it depends on whether bowlers workloads and um, if they want to see certain matchups and whatnot, then the game might be, um, you know, changed around a little bit. But yeah, I think at least initially the first innings will be pretty strong. Yeah, I want to see Pattinson fire up. (laughs) I want to see Shield final Pattinson. I think you'll see him. <laughs> It'll just, it doesn't matter where it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're playing with Danny on or <laughs> Australia. You'll see him at some stage, I'm sure. Uh, and just looking at the that first game at Arundel on uh, July 7, I believe it starts, uh, looking at the order, are you going to open the batting? I looked at I looked at the in the in the four days, stuff. Would not have thought so. Well, I just looked at I the score. Not. It's, um, <laughs> it's not that many, there's not many openers. I had a... Yeah, Harris, Wade, Head, Hanscom. What's this for the last game you're talking about again? For the, for the, for the first four day. First four day. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have Pato, thought so. Patterson. Patterson to open the bank. KP, maybe Pukowski, Pukowski up there. Oh, yeah. Um, Take the buff off it a little bit for the yeah. Cowboys. <laughs> the then we can come in at five and six and just well, have a I thought maybe just keep the one day stuff going. Yeah, you know? no, Still no, short no. boundaries in four day cricket. I don't exactly. think they'll be there. Ball moves around a bit more, they don't know. Well, I hope I you're not a selector. That is for sure. Just had a look there. Pete probably more better. He's opened the batting for Victoria, so that's a good point. Batted every number from one to seven. Yeah, I've got opening to tick off, and I don't <laughs> want to do it here. <laughs> uh, 
The Women's Ashes starts today, July 2 in Leicester, with the first of three ODIs before the sole test in Taunton, and then finally three T20s to finish it all off. Fans in Australia can watch the action live and free on GEM and listen to the series on ABC Radio. Australia are holders of the Ashes, and here to preview the series are cricket.com.au's women's editor, Laura Jolly, and Australia all-rounder, Delissa Kamintz. Laura Jolly here with Australian all-rounder Delissa Kimmins in Leicester, where Australia will begin their Ashes defence on Tuesday. DK, how's the feeling in the squad on the eve of the series? Yeah, I think everyone's ready to get out there and start playing some cricket. Um, I think um, everyone's a little bit sick of their nets, so yeah, everyone's really excited, um, I guess, to get this Ashes campaign underway. And what's the team been up to since they've arrived in the UK a week ago? Um, well, the first few days we got here weren't ideal. It was raining and cold, um, so we were training indoors, and then we've had two practice matches, which were really good just to get out in the middle and, um, I guess, pull out some cobwebs and um, get some game sense stuff under our belt. So doing that and sussing out every little coffee place that we can around the joint. Have you found any gems? Uh, we found one bomb bomb in Loughborough, and then um, I think there's Kai's Kitchen here that a few of the girls in Leicester are um, trying to source out to get all the essentials on the road. Yeah, look, you've got to keep them happy. And coffee is one thing that they all want. So um, Pez luckily is from around here or lived here for a little bit with Matt. So she has all the little um, secret spots for us. And how much confidence is the team taking from a couple of big warm-up wins? Yeah, I think, you know, especially for the batters going into games with that confidence under their belt and just, I guess, adapting to the conditions with um, some of these grounds have really odd shape, um, I guess, fields. So, um, yeah, just getting an idea of where, you know, pockets can be scored from. And um, I think it's just good for the bowlers to get out and have a run in a game and, um, yeah, I guess, know which lengths they can hit and which ones they can't on these um, sorts of fields. You had your first look at Grace Road yesterday. What do you make of that ground? Yeah, it's quite hard. Well, the, the wickets were roads, basically. It was tough bowling to the batters. Um, but the ground's quite hard and the ball sort of skids on a lot. So I think fielding's going to be really key in getting your body behind the ball. It just sort of really flies off once it hits the ground. So, um, yeah, I think bowlers' variation is key and batters just keeping their shape and um, hitting with the breeze. And what I think some people might not realise is that the Women's Ashes are multi-format with three ODIs, a test and three T20s. How important is it to adapt quickly when you're going through all the formats like that? Yeah, I think that's what makes this um, Ashes challenging, is you go from playing one-day cricket then to, I guess, the longer format in the Test match and then into T20, where it's obviously a lot more fast-paced. Um, so, it's, yeah, I guess it's the best, the team that can adapt the best um, as we go along, but in saying that, I guess we need to just concentrate on each format as we go along and really focus on what we're trying to achieve in um, the different formats, I think, if we want to win the most amount of games. And given Australia's ranked number one, England number two, is this a pretty good test of which is the all-round best team in the world? Yeah, I think England are always hard to beat, um, I guess especially at home. So, um, yeah, we're going to have to really be on our game and just be really clear with what we're trying to achieve um, and just put some good plans in place for their batters because we know that they've got some really key um, players that can take the game away from us. And for you personally, what does it mean to be over here after your close call in 2015 when you were ruled out? Yeah, it's nice to have made the plane, I guess, and to be over here this time and not um, stuck at home and obviously having to pull out. So it's nice being here and around the group and just out playing some cricket, I think. Um, that's the most important part for us, I guess, is just getting out on the park and just playing some cricket. And that's what I'm looking forward to the most. I've really enjoyed being around the girls and around the group and, um, yeah, just really excited to be here.
And what's the rivalry like between Australia and England? Uh, yeah, it was pretty fierce. I know that, um, I guess, the more comps that we play in together, I guess, with the Big Bash, obviously, we've had a lot of their girls play in our competition, so there's no really room to hide anymore with, um, I guess, the amount that the players know about each other these days. So, um, yeah, it's going to be tough, but I guess whoever can, I guess, be mentally tougher and go out there and really dig in and, I guess, go out there and score or, you know, bowl well will be, um, you know, the, the team that comes out on top. I'm going to put you on the spot here to make a few predictions at <laughs> the series. Um, who do you think will score the most runs? I just have this burning gut feeling that I think Meg Lenning is about to tee off. Um, she didn't score many runs against uh, New Zealand in the New Zealand series and um, she probably got out cheaply in one of the warm-up games and obviously scored, I think it was 96 in the second warm-up game, but I just feel that she's got that fire burning inside of her just to go out there and score a lot of runs, so um, hopefully for, for our sake she does. And who do you think will be the leading wicket-taker? I want to say maybe JJ. Um, I just feel at the moment every time she comes on she slows that run rate down and she's a big wicket option for us I guess in terms of who we want to break a partnership and I just think the way that she's been bowling um, in the nets and in those practice games that um, she could be the key for us with the ball. And is there a, a young gun you think could really surprise and dominate the series? I think if Tay gets a run um, you know, she's been bowling fast and she obviously hit JJ the other day in the nets and um, yeah, I think if she gets a go and gets it right, I think she can be very damaging. Have you faced her much in the nets? <laughs> Honestly, every time our net sessions come up, I try and make sure I see I'm not in her group to bat. Um, I faced her a few times and yeah, it wasn't nice. Um, yeah, she's swinging the ball and cutting it and obviously bowling with um, quite a bit of pace at the moment. so. Yeah, it is quite difficult as a batter. Um, I can't imagine um, what it would be like if it was a brand new ball. Um, but yeah, I think if she can get her areas right and um, get the ball swinging away, I think yeah, she'll be very damaging. Awesome. Thanks, DK, for the chat. No worries. Thank you. Don't forget to tune in when the Women's Ashes start on Tuesday with the first ODI from 2pm local time. That's 11pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. And coverage will be live and free on the Nine Network, or you can tune in on ABC Radio. And for all your news, scores and highlights, head to cricket.com.au or the CA Live app. Right, we're going to play a little game called Pick the Vix. Um, now, gents, the saying goes, uh, the Vix do it better. I think it was the, the hashtag for a long time. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Vix do it's just across the board. Victorians do everything better. Just it. Just we do it better. Just do it. Okay. Uh, now, Matt, you're, you're a Tasmanian, oh, yeah, you're a Tasmanian yeah, Tiger now. Words, yeah. But for a long time, mm. proud Victorian, captain yeah. of the state. Uh, and then we hear about the, the hostile, sort of fierce, competitive nature down there in the Victoria camp. Can you guys, can you sum it up, what it, what it means, uh, what the definition of a Victorian cricketer is? Um, it's hard to really sum up in a, in a couple of words, but... I feel that we hold each other accountable um, quite easily and we're, we're very, very happy to have hard, open, honest conversations with each other, whether it's in the nets, change rooms, during a game, after a game, um, over a beer. Like These conversations can happen, but they're never an, an attack on the other player and, and I think the squad really understands that every conversation that happens is purely to make the team better, even mm. if it might 
hurt you inside that these you're getting told something you dislike um i think everyone takes it well and goes right if that's the case then i'm, I'm going to get better and um and do everything that they can to improve pretty good matt yeah like? i think yeah well in a short word john skulls is what is every victorian if you mm. say john skulls they know all the values that pete just said is that's the medal for the Victorian yep. Player of the Year. Voted That's by the players. voted by the players um, every year. Whitey used to drive it when I was there quite a bit. You would get the younger players will get a a sheet and it basically describes what John Skulls was all about and what Pete said is what John Skulls is about. He was hard-edged cricketer and coach and was very willing to have the hard conversations when he had to have them. But on the other hand, just would do anything to win games of cricket Victoria. So I think any player that's played for Victoria, if you mention John Skull's name, they already know what, what you're talking about. Mm. Right. John Skull's. For so me, anyway. <laughs> is, that the, uh, is that the answer to my next question? Who's the most Victorian? Victorian. Yeah. Well, it has to well, be Barrett, doesn't it? Yeah. Skulls. What about, yeah. what about in the sort of more recent era? Who's sort of the one that, li- the, the player that lives those principles the most? Quiney won it about 20 times. Yeah, Hasto won, won it a, a few lot. times. Um, Probably current players like Scott Boland. Yeah, you um, even though he's he can be perceived as being quite quiet. Um, come game time, he'll do anything he can and for the team to make sure that you get over the line. All right, we've got to pick one out of Hastings and Quiney. Who are we going with? For me, Bobby probably. Yeah, yeah. Quiney. Okay, me. so so he's the most Victorian Victorian in this situation. So we're gonna we're gonna get uh, you guys to to rate uh, the Australia A squad members uh, on a scale of zero to Rob Quiney to, to how Victorian they are so some of well, these people aren't Victorian I hope they don't listen to this <laughs> there are <laughs> literally tens zero, of people zero. who listen to this uh, <laughs> podcast a lot of them are close family and relatives but uh, that doesn't matter so we'll start off with um, the captain Travis Head where would, he's South Australian captain Jeez. where would he where would he sit uh, he's S- middle of the road <laughs> he's five 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay. Different. It's, yeah, yeah. No, it's hard. To, it's hard to put real numbers on it. Like mm. it's, it's a weird thing. It's hard to know what they're like until you play a long period well, of time with them. You've as got well. a little bit of a taste of them. Yeah. 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 Three. No, I'm only <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. How about, how, the how about the young gun, Pukowski? Where's he at the moment? I haven't played enough with him, so he's, he's, no, he's, he's going. He's definitely going in the right direction. He's climbing up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a hard seven, soft eight. Oh, yeah. I like coming, what he's, coming, like what he's about. Yeah. Who got who? Who won the skulls medal last year? Last summer, Bowling won it. Did Scotty, win it? yeah, Bowling won it again. Might have been back to back for the big fella. I thought he did. Um, okay. Oh, was it Harry? He won everything else. I can't remember. You weren't there. Yeah, but I follow. I follow. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of mates in that team. I want right. to know what's going on. All <laughs> yeah. right. How about uh, how about Mitch Marsh? He's like Hasto when I play with yeah. Marsh. Reminds oh, right. me of Hasto. He's right up there. Yeah, he yeah. could he could slot into the he's, Victorian system. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm. Mm. he could there slot into any situation though. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about how uh, about Darcy Short? It's now, hard you, to know. You know, him, you know him a little I bit. I played more. for three years with Darcy. I've never spoken a word to him. No, no, Darcy's got that like quiet edge about him. Competitive. Real competitive, yeah. So he'd be like sevens, eights. He's yep. like he's he's not very talkative, but he has a go. Yeah, and he he will do everything he can. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd imagine uh, Michael Nisa, similar mate, quieter yeah. type of guy. Most guys that get here are pretty competitive yep. and go 
pretty hard, but yeah. Ness is the same, runs in, he's charges in. We got a good group, like real good group, like Australia A. This, is, this group, yeah, here. it's an interesting team when mm. you when they pick it, but they've they've picked guys that have played with each other or against each other for a long period of time, and it's yeah. you can see in the way that everyone come together. You'd have to think that Pekoski easily the the least experienced in the squad. Yeah, yeah, but there's, there'd be a big gap between him and the the next least, would there? Mm. Which is good to see that it's actually essentially a, a second eleven, like it is yeah. a, the next best players, and that's the thing with it's good to have. Guys like Bukowski and a younger player around, more experienced players. Look, mm. he will learn so much more yeah. being around a experienced team rather than him getting put in a situation where he has to captain a team like this. Or yep. he would just he will learn so much just being on tour with the guys that he is. There's a lot of first class experience in this mm. team, which is let's hope gold. It, let's hope it keeps going that way. That the Australia A side is the the yeah. second best, mm. and the cricket Australia eleven is sort of the youngsters. And that MPS, I'd love so. to get back to that if they could. Like, I know our young guys in Tassie would love the opportunity to play for Australia A if they were picking, like, a fair income Australia A for tour games, for everything like it. Mm. I remember when I first came in, Damien Wright, he was as proud as any man to play for Australia A. Yeah. He because never got it, to play for Australia, yeah. but he was so proud that he got the opportunity he to play got, for uh, Australia He got Tim Dulker out, I think, yeah, well, in, in an yeah, Australia yeah, A might, game that might have even been Bell, Yeah, mm. Bell Reeve. Yeah. Like, if we can get where, that war, where Australia was, mm. was through that period. And I'm... Just speaking for myself, like I would be more than happy to lose two or three of our best players for a Shield game if it meant that they got the opportunity to go and play a tour game and push their claim for selection. As long as it is yeah, proper the, next, the yeah. next step. So if it's... Because if you're taking guys out of a Shield game to Australia A, it should be the next step that's up. That's it. So that's, that's fine as long as it's a, it's a strong side that you're putting out there. You yeah. have to have the, the touring parties on board with that too. You need yeah. to play 11... Can't yeah, play twelve. You need exactly. to make a first class fixture, and they Shed- need to play their scheduling best. as well. It's just scheduling. so much that goes into it. Yeah. Um, okay. Good stuff. A uh, couple more will get through, as we know. Most Hazelwood. Yeah. Well, he's got it. He's got. Yeah. He's, he's got, got it. it. He's, he's fine, mate. He does it he's better. It. Yeah. He does it better. <laughs> uh, very good. A um, couple more. Uh, what about John Holland? <laughs> the dark. <laughs> Jeez. I haven't seen him yet. This is a four-day party that's coming over. Is he here or he's on the way? Oh, he's far away. Nah, he's coming I later than Bird the... Bo- Trump, yeah, because the, the quicks in, came. Yep. Birdie had a bit of a whinge about coming like two days before the game. Oh, he's so got to he rest went, up. Yeah, so he's got to rest up. <laughs> yeah, it's tough line business, isn't it? So John Holland, you can say what you want about John Holland, but when he was... This is how good a bloke John Holland is. When he was a younger player... Shippy used to take him on tour as a 13th man and he was never a chance of playing but he just all the boys wanted him to come on tour so that's John Holland everyone, he, you just want him around yeah, right. and, you want and him he doesn't care if he's playing or not yeah. he's just there and he's a very good left arm spinner as well well he's turned into an unbelievable left arm spinner yep, back serious. in those days he was lobbing them up <laughs> <laughs> his last four years he's yeah. been ridiculous unbelievable yeah. Yeah. Hey, what, what year, was it Nala Springs where did you guys win the final in Nala Springs oh yeah, one of the one of them last four. The, the, the game before it was the game took, before he took eight. Yeah, took a bag of wickets. He took eight and then didn't play the final. That's one right. of his very good mates is our chairman of selectors, and he tells him about it every time. Oh, really? <laughs> the thing about Dutchie that people probably don't realise he had two shoulder reconstructions through that period from like nineteen all the way through. So he was battling shoulders. Then I remember mm. he had a freak injury, dude. Didn't yeah, he? he did it twice. So he did it playing grade cricket. And he must have. I think he dived once and did it as well when yeah. he was younger. But then I remember him ringing me. Five years ago, saying that he'd done it again, and he thought he was going to have to get his shoulder fused, and he thought that was it, career done. And they said, "Well, we'll like loosen his shoulder and see how it goes." And that was five years ago. He's still playing now. 
So he bowls an unbelievable amount of pain. Yep. But that's it. That's and what, just keeps doing it. That's, that's what you what want. That's why he's I mean, at the top of the list here. If he can go through that, bowl unbelievably well. Yeah. well. That's just your team man right there. And I mean, uh, well, he's played a couple of test matches in the last couple of years. Yeah. He's on the Australia A team, so he's still doing very well. Uh, I've got two left. New South Wales born, country New South Wales born, uh, Chris Tremaine. Loves him, mate. Like, yeah, he's been good. Breeds Victoria. Takes a lot um, of wickets too. Takes a lot of poles. Loves it. Tries to emulate himself like off Bobby originally. And then also um, Scolzi when the, the piece of paper come out, he's like, right, this is what it is. This is what I'm going to do. And he, he just yeah, he bought, in quick, yeah. bought right into it. Yeah. Fantastic. We'll have to ask the other state guys if they've got something similar. I'm sure there'd be some sort of yeah, charter not, or something. Like, Victoria is a weird setup like that. They're, so there's no... Like in Tassie, we do a big awards night, blah, 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 for the players and stuff like that. There's Ricky no- Ponting medal, I think it Ricky is. Ricky Ponting yeah. medal, yeah. So there's none of that in Victoria. It's Scolzi's medal. And then that's it. The big awards night is the Premier Cricket Night in Victoria, really, right. isn't it? That's yeah. the big gala yeah, yeah, dinner the and right all that kind of stuff. This is just like... Yeah. It's very different, but it means a lot. Like yeah. when I, with the Skulls medal, when I first did it, it was like a sit-down dinner. Yeah, right. was a couple of people just got up the front and spoke and then the medal was presented, but it means that was meaning more than Have you won anything it? else. No, I never Has won you it. you got it? No, I haven't got it either. Oh, well, You've got to play every game though. You've got to play a lot of games. Yeah. Because it's voted every game. So if you miss yep. half the year, you're not going to oh, win okay. it. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's a 3 two, one basis? Yep, 3 two, one from each player um, on the game. And it's not necessarily the best player in the game at the time. It's the guy that did... The hard yards did all the hard work. Might have got the results, but might not have. Could, but be, if he, could be running into end. It's or the mid exactly. up yeah. the hill. Could yep. be, yeah, okay. <laughs> Ten overs up the hill into yeah. it. Could be facing Anything. 50 balls and getting three runs. Yeah, that's it. So, okay. yep. All the extra stuff. Yep. That's it. There you go. And finally, and this one, uh, he might be listening. So you've got to be a, oh, uh, Tim Payne, the uh, this ca- test captain. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Painting oh, yeah, great mate. Uh, Always. Yeah. Yeah. Te- te- do you say he's test captain? 11. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is. We're actually going to change the medal to <laughs> Painting once he comes to Victoria. Medal. Pain medal. <laughs> nah, he's competitive. I've had some good dust-ups with Painting on the ground. Yep. As oh, yeah. every player here has. He has a go. Yep. Yep. And we had some good times. Yep. <laughs> a lot of good times. <laughs> We're going to finish today's episode with uh, the quiz now. We did this last week and we've done it with uh, players throughout uh, the year. You guys have filled out, a, I think it was like eight questions, questionnaire. Oh, Pull them up. Feel your birthday out, sorry. I don't even know what year you're born, let alone your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> How many years did you two play at Victoria together? Four. I don't know. Five, six? Five or six, yeah. So you should know each other pretty well, right? Right, yeah. You would He's think so. You don't really play for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't really talk about this stuff. <laughs> We're going to start off with that. Uh, you can get my birthday. You, I've, I've got it, mate. I'm not, yeah, I've definitely uh, got it. All right. Easy, easy one to begin with. Um, what's his birthday? So what's... what's? I've got no idea. What's Wade's birthday? Boxing day. Yeah. Easy one. For, what year? <laughs> You're old now. Those grades are coming through. 81. Dog. 81. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You'd be born in the um, 90, 89, 90? 91. 91. There you go. What's, your birthday? What's your birthday for the listeners out there? Uh, 26th of April. There you go. You want yeah. to send something in? Day after Anzac Day. Yeah. Well, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah good. Okay. Yeah. Who was his cricket idol as a kid? Um, I said punter, but maybe it was it Dean Jones? 
No, uh, Damien Martin. Just, uh, just the, be a little bit different. Off the back foot. I yeah. thought it might have yeah. been Dino Victoria. Classy player. Yeah. Uh, I went with Gilchrist for you. Left yeah. hand. Batter keeper. Two from two. From two. Oh, that is complete ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire here. You're going to win the medal. Yeah. Uh, how does he take his coffee? I, said, is, he, I oh. said he orders a flat white. Yeah, I went flat white for you yeah, as well. Flatty. Yeah. yeah. You're on the board. Well done. Uh, who is his favourite teammate other than yourself? And this is in this squad. Oh, well, you didn't say that. Oh, well, no. well if sorry, I didn't clarify. You said Stoney overall. Yeah, good call. And I went with, well, Victoria would have been the duck. And yep. then now you're in Tassie, I reckon Jackson Bird. Yep, that's, that's pretty on the you're, Have you got any wrong? Nah, I'm on fire. No, he's on I'm four. about to get four wrong, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, first half, you're doing very well. Okay, how does he like his steak? I said cooked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep, right. I'll say medium rare. Medium rare. Spot on. You're yep. coming home strong here. Yeah, I'm, rough start. I'm good. Oh, and yeah, medium rare as well for the little man. Yep, that's fine. Spot on. Okay. Uh, describe his fashion sense in one word. I'll say this plain. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's what uh, Abbott uh, described Hayeswood's dress sense as plain. Yep. I would have said yeah. shocking, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spot on. I've got. About five white tees and five black tees, <laughs> and that's about me done. Threw it out today with a little light pink number, yeah, though. He wants to dress Appreciate up it on an audio, mm. um, audio uh, medium. That's okay. We yeah. can't see that. Uh, well, how I would you describe weight? Comfortable for you, trackies oh, yeah, and t-shirt. Yeah, tracky shorts, sort of t-shirt. Yeah, tracky shorts on. Tonight, yeah. Yep, very good. Okay. Uh, who would he pick to play himself in a movie? I said himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Huge. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pitt, DiCaprio, If it was a dance Hanscom. movie, I'd say Chris Rogers. They dance exactly the same. <laughs> Pete's okay, actually yeah. modelled his dance career off Bucky. Yeah, all those lessons back in the day. <laughs> isn't, it funny that, nice isn't it funny we asked this question about uh, uh, in India with uh, Stoinis and Zampa and I think they were trying to do the trying to set the uh, music after a game and have a bit of a dance at the end of each game and they said that uh, your dancing was actually quite overrated. Oh, hang on now. That's, that's, oh, that comes I from Stoin and Zant. Oh, wait until you see them dance. I, can, and I'm no a, I am not, well, I think I'm not trying to say that. You only need to look at their dress sense then to know that <laughs> I would say no dancing's idea. a bit too mainstream for them anyway. Oh, That'd be exactly. Some, it's too normal. Yeah, it's way too normal yeah. for those two at the moment. Okay. Um, how, how would you... Uh, how, who would Wade play in here? Well, I was purely just going off hype base. I went Danny DeVito. Oh, that's the same every time we have this question somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, too easy. Though. That's fair. Whatever. I think you're going. I think you're going for the perfect score. It never been achieved. Yep. Um, this well, this is this easy is for you. How would how, what would he do with his last ten dollars? I said beer. <laughs> I said yeah, go for a beer. beer or coffee. One okay. of the two, depending. Yeah. Some sort of uh, liquid. Yeah. Nice yep. touch. I, I went fishing gear, but could be oh, could be wrong. No. Nah, not with okay. ten bucks. I'd have to go through. I'd have to. Can, enjoy what can it. you get for ten well, bucks? Ten bucks. Some worms. Ten bucks yeah, out of worms. Yeah. Nah, I'm going for. I'd, I'd go for a beer as well. If I had ten bucks left in my life, <laughs> what is he going to do? Don't know. Scratchy. Do? I don't know. Scratchy. Yeah. <laughs> Try and win it all back. <laughs> yeah. on, I don't know. That's I hope I, don't, I hope never get there, but. No, you wouldn't. He wouldn't want to. So these are all right. I mean, hopefully Pete doesn't play himself in a movie. That'd be terrible. Well, that would be a horrible movie. There's some good dancing there. Well, a step up four or something that maybe yeah. starting with Pete Anscombe in Australia. Australia maybe you could, do, you could do one while you're here. You've got the camera. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. Who's the main guy in Step Up? The first couple? Can't say um, I've seen it. Channing Tatum. That's right. Yeah, that, that's, 
That's right. <laughs> Looks the there we that's, go. The, that's the ninth Dead question. Body. Yeah, very good. Well, guys, uh, that's it for this week's episode. Very much appreciate you coming on and all the best for the rest of the Australia Ray Tour and Ashes Selection. Thank you very much. Cheers, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back next week ahead of the World Cup semi-finals. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the Unplayable Podcast on iTunes and Spotify for all your news scores and highlights from the World Cup, Women's Ashes, Australia Ray Tour and pretty much everything else. Head to cricket.com.au and the CA Live app. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.